Welcome to Talking Animals. My name is Bev. I'll be sitting in for Duncan today. We've got a, a great show planned. We're going to be interviewing Lori, uh, excuse me, Kelly Van Neville with Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue coming up in about uh, 10 more minutes. I want to give you the text, text to the studio line. It is 813 813- Excuse me, I lost it. There it is, 813-433-0885. If you'd like to send us a text, we can read it on the DJ mail, or you can email at dj at wmnf.org. Duncan's away um, for two weeks, spending some time with his family. We're going to get right right back into the music with some Marsha Ball, and I'll be uh, back with Kelly in a couple of minutes.
Everybody hikes in the city. I don't know why everyone acts like we're getting dropped in the middle of the woods with a compass. It's, you're walking up a paved path, looking at the tops of things and walking down. Hiking up Griffith, bragging, get to the bottom. On the main street, there's a loose dog running amok. I'm like, I'm gonna save this dog. I'm gonna be a hero. In the middle of the street, chasing a dog. It's like a refrigerator got loose, just chasing a dog in the middle of the day. It was a lot. Very close. Cars are honking. Everyone's quite worked up. Bit of a traffic jam. Get right by the dog. Lock eyes. I'm like, don't move. You're coming up with me. Cop goes by, rolls his window down, goes, hey, idiot. I'm like, me? He's like, yeah. Stop chasing that coyote. <laughs> I chased the coyote for 15 minutes. Had no clue. You guys ever seen a coyote before? Very sick looking dog, if you're wondering what it looks like. Very ill animal. I had it stuffed. I'm not going to make that mistake again. That's a little bit of a rescue comedy to get us ready for our guest. Um, welcome to the studio, Kelly. Thank you. Um, Kelly's here uh, representing Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue. And we've already become friends, I think, chatting ahead of time. And this is uh, Kelly's first time at WMNF, so welcome. And we're going to talk about all things Heidi's legacy history, uh, dog rescuing in general, how, what it takes to uh, run a rescue, the future of rescues, all kinds of things. If you have a comment or question, you can email the studio, dj at wmnf.org, or text the studio, 813-433-0885. I'm also, if you have announcements or your rescue or your organization is doing something interesting in the next couple of weeks, we'll be glad to announce it. I'm not going to be taking phone calls, however. Uh, we've got lots to talk about and a little more music, a little more comedy uh, during the coming hour. So welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, I've got some information here. We're going to do a little bit of interviewing and try not to uh, laugh and giggle too much okay. because we're going to have a lot of fun. But um, Heidi started through a friend of yours. Her, her name was Lori Hoffman. Would you tell us a little bit about Lori? Yeah, Lori and Art Hoffman started um, Heidi's Legacy. And uh, back when um, Lori found some dogs in a, a deserted area and Heidi, the namesake of the rescue, just happened to be one of those dogs. And at the same time... Um, Miss Lori uh, was fighting cancer, her first round with it, I believe. And uh, Heidi just was that dog that made sure that if she needed something or she was in pain, she was right there by her the whole time. And Lori then found out right around when 9-11 um, happened that um, she was cancer-free and then Heidi died the day before. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. And it, it, so that's where the legacy comes from. So she, um, Heidi was sort of a, a, a volunteer, uh, comfort dog, comfort animal companion. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you never know what, what these rescue dogs are going through. Mm. And Lori just happened to be that dog's person and mm. she just latched onto her and she, thank goodness she was there for Lori though. So. Yeah. It sounds like a, you know, mutual. Yeah. They needed mutual. each other. They, they did. They yeah. did. That's, that's so. a. Beautiful story. So how did the uh, rescue go or start after that point? 
So then um, what I'm told, um, Lori's no longer with us. Mm-hmm. She, her, she and her husband both passed away in 2018, late in the year. And um, what I'm told is that then after Heidi, then Lori um, wanted to start this rescue. And so she applied, did everything she could. And then we are, we're officially a you know, 501c3 charity as of 2002. So here we are, 20, 20 plus years later, yeah, wow. believe it or not. We're one, we're, you know, there's a lot of rescues around, but I think we are one of the oldest. Okay. Um, we've been around um, and there, people know us because of shepherds. They, they because of Lori's, she did love the shepherds. Yeah. Um, we do all dogs. We're an all dog rescue, but uh, shepherds was Lori's passion. Yeah. I know if you, if you look at the website, um, you can see a picture of Heidi yeah. and all her glory. I, would you give the website the exact? Uh, for, yeah, it's, for listeners? Um, it's Heidi's legacy dog rescue.com and all information on is on that website, including our contact dogs that are up for adoption, um, rescue cases that we did, anything that you have um, is right there. Um, so do you, do you know the history? I mean, once she applied, um, at what point did you come and become involved or how did it, how did it evolve from the uh, original inception? So it's funny. I cannot remember not being part of Heidi's okay. legacy. <laughs> Were you a fa- family friend or? Uh, no, I, I honestly, um, I was doing helping fostering for other rescues. Okay. Coming out of PetSmart one day, I met somebody and they needed a foster. And then Heidi's legacy sent out a plea for a mom and puppies and to talk to my husband, then my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> uh, hey, you want to foster? It would be a great opportunity. We, they want us to foster some puppies. And it's with this rescue named Heidi's legacy. He's like, yeah, why don't we go ahead and do it? So we went and picked up. We were only supposed to get one puppy. We came home with mom and three puppies. <laughs> um, and... The rest is history, and I've been with Heidi's Legacy ever since. That's fantastic. So, yeah. um, it Dun- I would wanted to mention uh, the early uh, part of the show that Duncan mentioned Heidi's Legacy Rescue, and I unfortunately had not was not familiar, so I, I went on the website and kind of did a little bit of homework. But Duncan had been hearing about you guys for years and had honestly been wanting to pursue it, but he has a lot of a lot of contacts and a lot of international guests and things like that. So you get me and I'm very happy to, to, um, we're happy to be here. You know, <laughs> it's good to get the word out, not yeah. just about our rescue, but all rescues in the Tampa Bay area. We all work as a team cause we're all on the same page. We're, we're all here to do one thing, help and right. save the animals. Right. And it, in the past it was, sometimes there was a little bit of, um, struggle, but I think that the people that are around now, um, we all, we all know we're here to help each other. If we have funds or stuff for a dog that another rescue doesn't have, then they need, we'll pass it along. We mm-hmm. do transports for each other. Um, we we share what's going on. We have. I just feel like the rescue networking is a lot better than it used to be. We all are, like I said, we're all here for the same reason, to save the animals. That's fantastic. <clears throat> do, do you ever participate in uh, large events? So we used to, but... Some of the dogs, especially because they're rescues, mm-hmm. they, they they don't do well at some of these these adoption events. Plus, we don't do on-site adoptions. We actually do um, a thorough background checks with the application process, which a lot of rescues are doing these days because we want to make sure this is the last and final home for these dogs. Or cats. Sometimes we take in a right. cat or two. <laughs> You're pr- primarily dogs. We are. I mean, okay, we are. Okay. Yes. So I wanted to mention something that we talked about um, Early and I early in our getting to know one another, your address because 
We oh, had a yes. very, took us down a very interesting, uh, sad road. Yeah. If you want to talk about the mailing address on the website. Yeah. So um, our mailing address is a P.O. box at the UPS store okay. in South Tampa. Um, previously, Lori, when she had her address, the one in Lithia, it used to we used to have abandoned dogs all the time show up, puppies in baskets, laundry baskets. I would have then when my address became the rescue address for a short period of time. Cats were being abandoned at my house. Dogs were showing up in my front yard because I do have a picket fence around my fence yard. So they were able to drop them at any times of the day or evening. So we had to get a P.O. box. So right. because people just think that we're like a shelter, but we're not. We're foster based. Right, right. So. That, that's an important uh, distinction that maybe can elaborate on a little bit that um, there are uh, some rescues that are that actually have a shelter but not not too many of them do and I know that you do not no there are not that many there are a few and I know there's one coming up soon that's building a facility Mm -hmm. which is great Mm -hmm. um but for the most part most of rescues are foster based which means that there is no facility that we actually have Mm -hmm. we do not have vets on staff or anything like that like the humane society or animal control or pet resource center we um we have to interview fosters too, making sure they're the right. They have to be go through the the application process also. And there's a a need in this community so much for fosters that that is a big thing. If you ever wanted to volunteer, think about fostering. Mm-hmm. Even if you have a dog, or if you just lost a dog, and you're looking for somebody to fill that hole, or maybe your dog needs a buddy, but you don't want to take full commitment and adopting right now. It's a great opportunity. Right, right. And uh, the, your contact information, the foster application is all on the website. It is all on the website. And it in detail, it talks about what is involved with fostering. There's a there's tabs on each little thing um, for adopting, fostering, donations, you know, our back history and, you know, all of our adoptables. So each tab, you can go on and look at it. And I, I suppose you're a support resource, resource for your fosters as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, the other volunteer, Carrie and Amanda, um, we are here to support our fosters. Um, we ask that they give love and we provide all medical. And if we have food donations, we can provide it for them. But for the most part, we just want the fosters to give these dogs some love because, again, we don't know what they've been through in the ba- past, but they need, need, need us. Oh, sure, sure. And um, the, the social socialization. That's why foster base is the best thing, I think, sometimes, because we get to know the dogs. Uh, We get to know what would be the best home for them. That's why I think adopting from any rescue is better because we can probably place it. Even if you apply for a dog and we don't think it's the right one, we'll call you and or email you or text you and talk with you a little bit more about what might be a better placement Mm -hmm. for you. So we, we, we get to know our dogs very well. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. We're talking to... Kelly Van Nevel, excuse me, Kelly Van Nevel with Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue. This is 88.5 WMNF. My name's Bev. I'm sitting in for Duncan today, and uh, we'll be right back.
A little Don Flemons this morning on Talking Animals, the Blue Butterfly. We're in the studio talking to Kelly Van Neville with Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue. If you have comments or questions, you can call. Um, you can text 813-433-0885 or email to dj at WMNF. We're also looking for um, any announcements if you're uh, animal-related uh, person, rescue, have some information to share, send it to the studio. Well, Lori, um, excuse me, <laughs> Kelly, thank you for spending this after this morning with me. And we were talking about the, your uh, need for fosters. If you want to give another pitch and a uh, mm-hmm. little bit more information from what people could questions and, and what maybe somebody might need to know before they jump into the fostering world. Fostering is that actually, it, it can be, you know, very rewarding. Uh, people are always like, oh, I don't think if I foster, I can, you know, let them go. But if you do, think about you can open up your home to a sec- another dog or cat. Um, fostering is just, I, I think it's amazing. I mean, it was really difficult the first few times, but most people keep in touch with you, like, after you've adopted. Like, so it's mm-hmm. nice because you actually still involved with them. I get picture updates, kind of like, like grandkids. I get, I don't have them, but, <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> but people send you pictures and updates during the holidays and, or if something happens, like they'll just let it, you know, or, or even have a passing of a, I've had one of my very first fosters pass a few years ago and the adopter wanted to make sure that I knew about it, which mm-hmm. was very nice. And, um, we grieve together. So right. it, it, I think that they appreciate that too. So you're kind of uh, kind of expanding your family. Yeah, you, and you do definitely. Um, but it's a good it's it's a family you want to talk to sometimes. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> um, do you have a particular success story you'd like to talk about? A animal or, or even a foster person that? Um, so there are so many right. out there. Um, what also a lot of people don't realize is that. Um, a lot of rescues, including Heidi's, we also have forever fosters. Those are the hospice dogs and mm. or the elderly dogs that, or we have some quirky, I call them the land of misfit toys. Um, <laughs> right. some, some of them are at my house, actually. Um, they're just not adoptable, but they're mm. not bad dogs. Right. They just, they're just people, people want the easy dogs mm. and or, which is hard. But again, that's why people like me, I guess, were placed here on this earth because I'm I'm very um, open-minded and I try to work through things. But we do have hospice and our senior dogs that are probably never going to leave the rescue. Mm. And so we would love for people to help us step with, uh, up with them. We have a lot of um, dogs that have been with us for a while now. With COVID, people were adopting, but they wanted puppies. They weren't mm. adopting that middle-aged or that senior dog. So right. um that's something to think about too. If you take a look at our website, we do have some German shepherds even that have Mm -hmm. been with us for a while just because the right home has not popped up yet for those dogs. So yeah, it is kind of unfortunate that a lot of people want a puppy. And I tell you, I, I love puppies. They're the cutest things on God's earth. What a pain in the neck. (laughs) They are a lot of work. It's like having a baby. I mean, right. Exactly. Or a toddler, you know, that's destructive and wonderful and magical and, you can't turn your back on them sometimes. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of exaggerating, but I, I totally am an advocate for adopting an older dog if that, if that's in your heart or if you're even considering it to find yes. an older dog. And we have, we're always in need of those fosters. Like we have some, um, 
that, like I said, have been in the rescue for a while and we would love to help find those seniors' homes. They're, they're on our website also. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing that we do in the community um, to help with educating about the dogs that we do have in our rescue, we go on ABC Action News on Rescues in Action. We're actually okay. going to be on this weekend as well as next weekend um, with two of our adoptables. And they actually are the seniors that are in our rescue. Okay. So is is that the evening evening news? No, it's actually okay. um, the morning show. It's on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So there's multiple rescues that okay. are a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we go in for tapings, and then they tape the three days in a row, and then um, they play one at, I think Saturday is at 9 o'clock segment. Mm-hmm. Sunday is the 8 o'clock, and then Monday is two segments, but I don't know the times, and I apologize. Oh, that, <laughs> but I'm that's sure if you, on the webs- yeah. if you go on the their website, you can figure out who and, it is. And I would imagine they have um, archived uh, video and they things do. like that. Yeah, so. they have a great staff over there. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Heather. Can't say <laughs> enough about her. Um Luckily, she's coming back from maternity leave, and so we can't wait to see her mm-hmm. next year. Fantastic. Not too far away. <laughs> um, what What do you see the the rescue, and how do you see the rescue in the future? Do you, I mean, of course, expanding and getting your dogs taken care of, but do you have any other um, goals or things that come to mind that you'd like to see improved? Or So uh, every rescue, I think wants to see where we could just never be around anymore, where we could have that solution. I don't think that's going to be any time in the near future where, um, where rescues are not needed. Um, But where everybody in the rescue world is working with the legislation right now, trying to get those laws for abuse and Mm -hmm. abandonment and leash laws and that type of stuff. There's a great rescue, but they don't do fostering. It's called animal based charities. They actually Mm work a lot with all the other rescues and help us raise money and do events for us so that we can show our dogs and or things like that. It's a great yeah. organization. We, we, were, we were talking about ABC. ABC. Right, yeah, they have a right. thrift store over on South Tampa on McDill. It's a, yeah. it's a great yeah. it's a great thing. I've, I've tried to get Rick to come in a few times. I kind of gave up, but I know he, he moved out of the immediate area. But yeah, animal-based charities, fantastic uh, resource. I was actually going to mention them near the end of the show because they have a... Um, uh, excuse me, I'm losing my train of thought. A pet um, pantry, a they pet do. food pantry. Yes, so yeah. uh, they're they're open Tuesday through Saturday, and if you have a need for pet food, you can certainly stop in, and we'll give more information. And I've got more p- pet pantry information uh, to talk about at the end of the show. But um, yeah, and then we get donations too, and if we can't use them for any of our fosters. I personally do reach out to the community mm-hmm. and give it to people that can need it because I don't want it just sitting around and right. going bad. Right. So I try to reach out as much as possible with the donations we do get to see, or even other rescues. We see if anybody else needs it. Sure. So, like I said, we have to work as a community to, to get this to, to help. And right. that's all. That's, that's, I think that's the biggest thing is we just need more help from the community. Mm-hmm. We're not a big, we're not the, we don't get the big fundraisings like mm-hmm. the humane society and we don't get the government funding like the um, animal control, the pet resource. Mm-hmm. They're great. They are right. great organizations also, but I think people forget that little rescues are around that could still use the right. help. Right. So, um, yeah, we've had uh, several rescues on, including a uh, Suncoast animal league who have a huge fundraiser, uh, once a year, but or a couple of times a year, but um, you're small and you're working one on one with your fosters and adopting animals out in your own good time. Right. And um, how do you do? You have a network uh, of? I know you've mentioned working with other fosters, but is there any kind of formal 
formal network or way to um, that you're able to contact or is it just kind of like your own personal address book? So with the rescue, we had to take, um, so Carrie and I, we had to take, and Amanda also, we had to take like bits and pieces of each of the rescue things that we, she, Carrie's a foster creator. Mm-hmm. I do money and medical. Um, we don't get free medical, by the way. Um, a lot of people think, oh, you must get lots of free medical because you're a rescue. Mm, no, right. we, we might get a little bit of a discount at, at some beds, but mm-hmm. no, unfortunately that's not the case. Um, and we have to, and with my background, I do have a lot of medical knowledge, fortunately, and I have a lot of good contacts in the Tampa Bay community because okay. I've been here for a while. So we love our vets that we deal with. Animal um, Humane Society, Animal Health Center is a great one. And we also use um, Animal Doctors of South Tampa a lot. So we appreciate whatever they can do for us. Um, both vet offices are amazing. Um, we couldn't do this without them. And that's one thing people forget too, is the vets and the staff are amazing. Right, they right. are doing a good job out there too. Well, I wanted to circle back around to when where you were talking about abandoned pets I do have some resource information, but if somebody is in a tight spot, um, somebody that might be listening or probably knows somebody that's in a tight spot, maybe they're being evicted, what would you recommend that they first step to to, uh, trying to solve that problem without dropping an animal off on a stranger's doorstep? So, of course, always reaching out to friends and family Mm -hmm. is our first suggestion, and it's it's great reaching out to rescues, but you have to realize that with our networking, we need pictures, a bio. We need more information about the dog. Um, and with, uh, with surrendering dogs now at the county shelters, you have to make an appointment. You can't even do same day um, surrendering. So people don't think far enough in advance. And if you see yourself going down that line, look try to get help earlier. Right, And right. that's one of the things that we just wonder, oh, I have a week left or I have to be out of my house by a Saturday. What, do you look, I mean, this is the first we're hearing mm. of it. I'm mm-hmm. not saying, I'm not giving anybody, you know, I'm not trying to shun anybody, but try reaching out sooner. Like there's people and right. resources out there in the community that can help. I think, I think you're right on with that and to spread the word that you're in need. I know Facebook isn't a great, great um might might not even be a an option because I know there's issues with uh, an animal falling into the wrong hands. But there are there are networks on Facebook that there you are. could contact. And, and you, you have yes. a I don't mean to interrupt. You have a Facebook presence, right? We do. We're on uh, pretty much also. We're on TikTok. We're on <laughs> Instagram. We're on Twitter, which is now X, and we're also on Facebook. And uh, we're available by email, which is another, you know, it's not social media, but yeah, we try to keep a, a presence on all the social medias that we are aware of that we can get here. And, um, but yeah, if you're going to uh, try to f- rehome your dog, please don't just give it to the first person because there's a lot of bad people out there, mm-hmm. unfortunately, and it's not just for animals, it's for people too. So just be careful, right, right. be careful because even though you're desperate, there, there are people out there that want to help. Mm. I wanted to mention just as a, a matter of left, last resort, I would say, the Hillsborough County Pet Resource Center is open uh, for intake Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. So absolutely do not abandon a pet anywhere. Um, you know, we read horror, horror stories, heartbreaking stories, Um there are other options, but if as an option of last resort pet resource center, you can find them online through Hillsborough County dot uh, org, and um, they they will they will do their best to make sure your your animal survives 
and finds another home. But there are plenty of other options. We've got um, Pet Pals in Pinellas. Uh, the Humane Society does a wonderful job, um, Pinellas and Hillsborough County. Uh, most most counties have a Humane Society or, or uh, SPCA. So we just wanted to get that out there in case you know of some crisis situation that their animal isn't dumped. And so. Suncoast Animal League is a great resource, oh, too. Right, and yeah. then Fluff is the one that's going to be having a building. Oh, they're okay. like before, probably after a few months after the new year, they're going to actually have a presence with a facility also, <laughs> which is down in Saint, South, South okay. St. Pete, which yeah. is really great because there's not a lot out in Pinellas County. Okay. So. Fluff. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And we, we've interviewed uh, Haiti Acuna from Mercyful, and they, they have a tiny facility. And um, I know she's a sweetheart. You can find out information for contact with uh, Mercyful online, Mercyful, I believe that's what it is, .org. And they have a, um, a pet pantry as well. Well, um, let's see. We've talked about a lot of stuff. I don't want to forget anything. Please mention your contact information and um, anything that you uh, mentioned the ABC interview again because that will be a great chance for people to see animals online. You have plenty of pictures on your website as well. Yeah. Um, on this Saturday, I believe this Saturday morning on the 9 a.m. segment, we're going to um, – Daisy, who's one of our seniors that was abandoned um, out of a – um, abuse case is going to be appearing for her first TV appearance on Rescues in Action. And uh, it's a, uh, they do a great job over there, again, with making sure that the awareness is out there. Um, and you can find information about us on Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue.com. Best way to reach us is by email. We do not have a phone number. The phone is a Google phone number. So please don't call it because <laughs> we don't check those messages and we've told people multiple times. So inf- info at Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue dot com. And there, there's a link on your website. There is yes. a link on the website. Yep. And our, our mailing only address is on there also. That is the UPS. <laughs> um, poor UPS over there. Those girls, I feel bad because they tell me all the time when I go in to get our mail, they're like, yeah, somebody was looking for you again, but we just can't, we, they right. can't tell you that we, that we have a box there either. Oh, they, okay. So they, they, cause it's, it's, it is a privacy thing, which is great, sure. you know, so not that anything's bad is going to be, right, <laughs> if they right. want to drop off of stuff, but yeah, we're, people are always emailing us saying, Hey, we went to this location. You're not there. Well, it's a P.O. box. <laughs> well, can I uh, advocate for ABC chair, uh, thrift store as a drop-off point for un- unneeded um, animal gear, food, um, things like that? Or some of the vet offices like um, oh, sure, sa- sure. Animal, um, animal Doctors of South Tampa, they have taken in some of our donations and mm-hmm. some bedding because it's just easier f- with people having, they feel more comfortable going to a vet office and mm-hmm. then we pick it up from there, which okay. those, the vets and the staff there are amazing. So okay. um, they're over on Gandhi also. Uh, you can also, any donations can be, um, just email, give us an email. Okay. And s- send us an email. We'll tell you where to, we'll direct you the right, right location. Right. Even if we have a foster that can help it, or if we know somebody in the community that might need it, we can help you out. We'll try as best we can. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you can give the uh, the address of the, the animal, the veterinarian, if you'd like. Uh, or do you know? The, it's on Gandhi. Uh, um, it's right on Gandhy. It's, uh, I believe it's next to the, close to the Moose Lodge. It's to the west <laughs> west, west, west yeah, of McDill yeah. okay. Boulevard. Right. M- okay. McDill Avenue. It's west of it. So. Okay. Well, yeah. we, we like to give a shout out to the businesses yeah. or helping out. They are, they, 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 they donate a lot of time. They stay after if we need something there and the emergency surgeries, they've been there for us too. Um, because people don't spay and neuter and then 
they get infected and could potentially die yeah, from it. Yeah. <laughs> so so I, I would say another point to mention, all your animals have been spayed and neutered before they're released to adopt. So I, I'm guessing. we don't spay or neuter puppies until they're six months old because it is beneficial for them with the hormones Mm. but it is in our contract and we have it scheduled ahead of time so they will be going and scheduled for it and we make sure it happens they're microchips spay or neutered um or scheduled and fully vaccinated and heartworm tested and on flea and heartworm preventative so as long as they're old enough okay can't say enough about the flea and heartworm preventative yes it's very important here and especially um heartworm heartworm is a very it's treatable but it's you know it's injections so it's not the best thing it's extraordinarily expensive if if the price of heartworm preventative scares you the price of heartworm treatment would terrify you so please get correct make sure your animal is um particularly dogs are are getting treated for heartworms i think one day i'll do a whole i should do a whole show on heartworms just because i'm very passionate about that yeah it'll shorten your dog i mean if it doesn't actually kill your dog it can shorten their life tremendously, even after it's treated. Mm-hmm. I have some personal experience with that. So I've got a, a big soapbox to stand on about <laughs> heartworm treatment. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. One more time with the website and what, what you're calling yourself the full name and website. Uh, it's at HeidiesLegacyDogRescue.com, and we are there um, we, answer, we try to get back to people within less than 24 hours emails and um, please reach out if you need help or if you have questions about us or if you have questions about anything, definitely reach out. We are, we try, like I said, we'll answer what we can. And if we can't answer it, we'll redirect you to where we think we can answer it. Okay. Then welcome to WMNF. I think we found a new friend <laughs> and uh, we'll be talking some more. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit of uh, kind of balance things out with the, uh, with some cat music on WMNF. You've been tuned, you're tuned to Talking Animals. My name is Beverly. We'll be back in a minute. The Indians send signals from the rocks above the pass. The cowboys take position in the bushes and the grass. The score is with the corporal, she is tied against the tree. She doesn't mind the language, it's the beating she don't need. She lets loose all the horses when the corporal is asleep. And he wakes to find the fires dead and arrows in his axe. And Davy Crockett rides around and says it's cool for cats, it's cool for cats. The Sweeney's doing 90 cause they've got the word to go They get a gang of villains in a shed up at Heathrow They're counting out the fivers when the handcuffs lock again In and out I once were with the numbers on their names It's funny how the missus always looks a bleeding same And meanwhile at the station there's a couple of likely lads Who swear like as your father and they're very cool for cats They're cool for cats down the pub I'm seeing my reflection I'm looking slightly rough I fancy this I fancy that I wanna be so flash I give a little muscle and I spend a little cash but all I get is bitter and a nasty little rash and by the time I'm sober I've forgotten what I've had and everybody tells me that it's cool to be a cat cool for cats
the disco and I think I've got a ball I ask her lots of questions as she hangs onto the wall I kiss her for the first time and then I take her home I'm invited in for coffee and I give the dog a bone She likes to go to discos but she's never on her own I said I'll see you later and I'll give her some old chat But it's not like they're on the TV when it's cool for cats, it's cool for cats big, big thank you to Kelly Van Neville with Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue. They've been in operation for over 20 years, and this is their first time visiting WMNF. So thank, thank you so much. I wanted to let you know Duncan will be returning on the second week. He'll be here the second Wednesday of January with Glenn Hatchell, answering your dog behavior, uh, dog questions, particularly in the realm of behavior and dog training. So Glenn Hatchell will be joining Daniel, The se- excuse me, Glenn Hatchell will be joining Duncan the second Wednesday in January next week, which is January 3rd. I will be interviewing Jason Cowan with Friends of Boyd Hill Nature Preserve and their Bird of Prey program. We have a lot to cover next week, uh, including all the fabulous things to talk about with Boyd Hill in general and then zeroing in on their Bird of Prey program and their upcoming Raptor Raptor Festival, which will be taking place in early February. So that's a lot of information for now, but... um, Join us next week, and we'll talk about all things raptors and birds that catch things. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Uh, fab, fabulous uh, program they've got going on there. Uh, again, you can find Duncan's information at TalkingAnimals.net. He has a beautiful archive, an archive of shows going back to his California days. You can... Search it by topic, by guest, uh, whatever you can think of just about in the world of animal and animal um, and nature on TalkingAnimals.net. covers covers so many topics, I'm kind of at a loss for words. Yeah, please check out TalkingAnimals.net. Our archive is available 24-7. The WMNF archive is available 24-7 as well. This show will be archived um, almost indefinitely. So you just go to the program guide and find Wednesdays at 11 o'clock and you can uh, search all of WMNF's archives that way. But Talking Animals will be there as well. I wanted to leave you off with a little bit more comedy 
Um, we don't we don't want to we don't want to shortchange the cats. Here's Nate Borgetzi. I went and visited my parents recently. Uh, my parents have a real 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 fat cat. It's real fat. Uh, people people point it out. You know, they walk in. They're like, man, that cat's fat. And it feels rude, you know? Like, he doesn't speak English, but we do, so maybe don't say that. <laughs> and they're just, you know, they're like, what are y'all feeding this cat? You're like, oh, whatever you feed a cat, dude. I don't, like, normal cat food stuff. We pour a bowl. He eats it. Like, if he eats eight birds outside, he doesn't tell us. <laughs> you know? He's not like, oh, I ate out tonight. I'm good. Uh, And then they're like, well, y'all should do something. You're like, what do you think we're not doing? Do you think he has a gym membership and we don't drive him to the gym? He's a cat. That's his gym membership. He's, he's a cat. I watched him jump from the ground on top of the refrigerator. That's like if I jumped on top of a school bus from the ground. Like if I, if I did that, you're not going to be like, well, you still could lose a little bit, you know? Just keep doing what you're doing. The Indians send signals from the rocks above the pass. The cowboys take position in the bushes and the grass. The score is with the cool Yeah, Nate, Nate Pergetzi, one of the, my new discoveries in the world of comedy. That came from his uh, record, I Flew on a Plane to Get Here. We're going to uh, wrap things up with a few announcements. The SPCA of Tampa Bay has a pet food pantry. Open for, on Tuesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. They're located at 13, no, they're located at 9099 130th Avenue North in Largo. Uh, you might want to call them ahead to find out that they have food available and they need a valid ID. The St. Petersburg Free Clinic, which is a great resource for the community, uh, human needs and also pet needs, they have. A pantry for your dog and cat food with their We Help Fresh Pantry. Uh, that is available on request. And the Mills on Wheels of Tampa Bay has Anna Mills. They partnership with the Humane Society of Tampa Bay to help provide pet food to homebound who have hungry animals. You can find out more information on, I believe it's MOW Tampa Bay, Mills on Wheels Tampa Bay. For more information. And then, of course, um, Kelly and I were talking about animal based charities on 5303 South McDill. They have a thrift store, fabulous thrift store, but they also provide pet food for those in need. And I did want to mention um, Mercyful, they have uh, a pet food pantry and they're open between 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at 901. North Fremont Avenue. I know we've given you a lot of information. It'll all be available on the WMNF dark archive, WMNF.org. Look under the programming tab. Shape up at the disco when I think I've got a ball. I ask her lots of questions as she hangs onto the wall. I kiss her for the first time and then I'll take her own. So she's retired now. She's out in California. She's relaxing. She's got a job at a 
place called Paws. It's like a dog rescue. She's happy there. We're all big dog people in our family. My mom's a huge dog person. She sends me articles about dogs. Signs me up for stuff like randomly one day just start getting emails and pictures of basset hounds. I was like, what is this? <laughs> Week later, I was talking to my mom. She's like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I signed you up for the daily drool. So, <laughs> it's just bassets. I thought you'd like it. And I kind of do like it, but still. Just don't throw my email out there to everybody. Collecting my data. Big dog. She sends me articles about dogs. I didn't know this. There's science out now. I read this article she sent me. They say dogs don't just pee on stuff to mark their territory. They're actually like getting messages from other dogs by smelling their pee. Their sense of smell is that strong they can interpret information about the other dogs. Like if it's stressed out, if it's ready to mate. Basically, fire hydrants are like Facebook feeds for dogs. Like, <laughs> I just got neutered, frowny face. They hide medicine and cheese, pass it on. <laughs> Some dog people I can tell in here. People, the dog people always laugh at that. Where, where are the dog people at out here? Yeah, yeah, a lot of you. That's good, yeah. That's a funny trick that dogs can do. Almost all the dogs can do this. You can hide their medicine in like bread or even peanut butter. They'll eat everything around it and then <clears throat> out comes the pill on the kitchen floor. Still dry, like how did you do that? Magic dog. <laughs> that was Andy Hendrickson from Dry Bar Comedy talking about dogs. And we've been talking about dogs with Heidi's Legacy Dog Rescue on Talking Animals. My name is Bev. I've been my pleasure to sit in for Duncan. I'll return next week with um, Jason Cowan of Boyd Hill Nature Preserve talking about their raptor program. We're just about, it's just about time to go. Thank you for the kind emails. Um, Susie, I know you're a wonderful WMNF volunteer, but I find come to find out she has three rescues. <laughs> Bless your heart. Um, and all, all the rescues out there, we, we can't cover everybody, but we do know there are a lot of great WMNF volunteers, WMNF listeners that are doing so much more in the community. Um, I did want to mention one more time that if you're absolutely in dire straits, do not abandon an animal. You can go, go to the Hillsborough County Pet Resource Center. Lots of options by them online, including their uh, adoptables and uh, foster options. Um, they do a great, great service in the community. Their number is 813-301-7387. We're going to leave you off uh, with this segment of Talking Animals with the Pogues. We got to, unfortunately, had to say goodbye to Shane McGowan this year. So we're going to leave you a little instrumental from the Pogues. You're tuned to 88.5 WMNF Tampa.
You've been listening to Talking Animals on 88.5 WMNF Tampa. Stay tuned for NPR News. See you next week.